Welcome, everyone, to our final episode of Season 3 of the Pogo Podcast. I am your host, Wayne Pearson, and we have a very special episode for you. We are going to introduce you to our 2023 Peach Award and Impact Award recipients. The Peach Award is given annually to practitioners who have recently joined the project but have demonstrated their ability to contribute in very significant ways. The winners of the Peach Awards for 2023 are Courtney McDonald, a former educator from South Amboy, New Jersey, and Joanne Roquet of University of Puerto Rico at Calle. Recently, Siobhan Julian had a chance to sit down and talk with Courtney and Joanne about receiving this year's Peach Awards. I'm very excited to be here tonight with the two Peach Award winners, uh, Joanne and Courtney, um, who are just some incredibly hardworking uh, Pogo people and Pogo friends. And I've I've worked with both of them in the past, and this means a lot to me that they are getting this award. So we're just going to start off. Uh, people usually have a story about how they wind up finding Pogo and then getting involved in the project. Um, we'll start with uh, Courtney. What is your Pogo story? How did you wind up here? I wish I knew. <laughs> I, I actually don't know. I had to think about this. And I was like, so I know I went to a three-day workshop in Texas mm -hmm. in 2018. I know I went. No idea how I found out about it. No idea how I got on someone's mailing list. Maybe someone thought that my teaching was really bad and I needed some help. <laughs> no. Who knows? But I was like, I mean, I was on the East Coast, but my cousin was in Texas. So I was like, well, that seems like a good idea. If I hate it, I can still go visit my cousin. And um, I ended up meeting some of the most amazing people there, like Megan Doshbach and um, Melissa Reeves was there and Sarah Fox was there. And I met so many amazing people. And I was like, okay, I'm in. Now I got to redo my entire curriculum. <laughs> Because it's July and I go back September 1st. So time to start pogling. Go me. That was a stupid idea, but I tried it. So that's how I got started. Uh, Joanne, do, do, are you aware of, of how you first started getting into pogle? I am. I am. It's a little blurry too, but not as blurry as Courtney. I, I do remember that I started, um, I learned about Pogo back in 2017 when I was hired to work at Westminster College in Utah. They use um, Pogo mm -hmm. in their classroom, so I was kind of forced. So, <laughs> yeah, you were thrown into a situation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're like, you got to go to this training, and I did, and it was fascinating. It was a really small meeting at that time. The, the workshop was really small. So I made a lot of connections. I met a lot of people. But then after that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go use Pogil because that's what they required me to. I liked it. But um, I did start to get more involved later on after after that. So it wasn't right there in 2017 that I joined the project. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, so the Peach Award is obviously given to um, two educators, one secondary, one post-secondary, but it's a big thing because it's th throughout the entire Pogel community. Um, it's a special award. What does winning this award mean for you? And I'll start with Joanne. Um, it's such an honor. <laughs> and wow, <laughs> I was shocked. 
I couldn't, I, I word, couldn't describe how I felt when Rick first told me. He was like, oh, you got the picture. And I'm like, I wait, what? <laughs> it was really exciting. I think it may be cultural. You know, I'm Hispanic and we, when, when we see people win awards or in really good positions, we admire them. So I always admire folks who actually won before mm -hmm. me. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to be there one day. <laughs> so when they told me I was going to be there, I'm terrified, though, of like <laughs> public speaking, too. But it's just an honor to be acknowledged by the polio community that I feel like I'm supporting its, its missions, its goals, mm -hmm. the strategic plan. So it, it makes me feel good that I'm helping of the uh, community and it's being recognized and valued. Ah, uh, that's fantastic. Courtney, what does this award mean? Um, I, I think they made a mistake. Um, I, I, I had some time, so I was like, sure, I'll, you know, I'll do what I can. And I'm like, well, you know, all these other people do so much. And then you're, you want me to, that's a bad idea. <laughs> Um, and as a general rule, I kind of think of myself as a more behind the scenes type of person, not really out front in doing stuff. So this was a little strange for me. Also, I've had many careers and I've moved around a lot. So I am, um, I've never been part of a community where I could like achieve that kind of thing before. And so I was like, wow. I'm, I've, I've lived half my life. I'm 50 and I, I've made it. I got an award. Go me. So that's kind of, but I'm really honored because I mean, all these people are so smart and do so much. And, um, it's, it's really cool to be someone who they think is a good person. So that's awesome. awesome. I, I will definitely push back to that idea that they made a mistake. They did not make a mistake. No mistakes were made. Um, <laughs> And what you said there about like sort of being a behind the scenes person, but I think that's, that's really special. I think in the Pogo community that we can and do recognize those people too. And that it's not just always those who are on, you know, a public face side of things that just saying, Oh no, you're behind the scenes. You're getting the work done. That's important too. So no, there were no mistakes. Absolutely. <laughs> zero mistakes. Um, the Peach Award is given to people who are involved in the Pogo project, not just people who use Pogo in their classrooms, but are, are actively involved in the project. And that begs the question of, you know, what is it about the Pogo project that inspires you to get involved? Because for a lot of this, this is a voluntary position. Um, so, Courtney, what is it about the Pogo project that keeps you coming back, keeps you getting involved? Okay, so my my answer is going to be a little. It's going to start somewhere else, but it will come back you do around. You, boo. So, um, as I stopped being a chemical engineer because I was like, I am polluting the earth. <laughs> I mean, I really wasn't, but I felt like I was, and so I started teaching. Um, and then I did a few other things, and I came back to teaching. And I think I come back to teaching because I want to make a difference, and that difference for me is helping students be their best selves mm -hmm. and be ready for the world. And what I love about Pogol is it teaches in a way that gives them so many other skills 
and it focuses on concepts. It's not about memorization. It's about really understanding things and being a part of that is just amazing because I remember being in high school and being like, okay, let me cram five minutes before yep. my history exam and I got this. And I, I have found even now when I help edit an activity or look at something, I actually learn something and it's, it's really creative for me because you got to come up with a model. And so I get a lot out of it. Plus I'm definitely helping someone be a better student and person for their life. And I think that's, I think that's what we all do. And also, let's be honest, all the people are pretty amazing. So <laughs> why wouldn't you want to hang out with all these smart people who are also fun and creative and <laughs> just awesome? Oh, for sure. Um, Joanne, um, your involvement with the Pogo Project, like how did you wind up here? What is it that keeps you uh, staying involved? Well, I'm going to echo what Courtney said. You said it amazingly. Um, so I'm going to add a little bit of my own flavor. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. I promise. So I, you know, through my career, I've, I've done a lot of DI uh, work and mm -hmm. I've grown passionate about diversity, equity, inclusion. And I've been in places that it's like, yay, DI, yay, DI, let's do DI. No, it's not. And I felt like the project was a place where it, it, it felt genuine. Did I say mm. that right? Yeah, genuine. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so that keeps me going. That keeps mm. me wanting to come back and, and, and do more for the project because I feel like the efforts are being valued. I've met people who are just as dedicated as I am. So it's been amazing. <laughs> I, I felt really welcome the day I started. I remember um, when I first um, when I joined my first PNM, um, my working group just started and Kristen was like, you can be the chair. And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> You're giving me that responsibility and yeah. I'm a first time PNMer. Like, are you sure? So I felt like right off the bat, they were trusting me with, with what I could bring to the table so that Besides what Courtney said, working with all these amazing people, wanting to help students, just being in a community that fuels your passions, it's mm -hmm. what keeps me going. So I love that. And and absolutely that what you said that they they trusted you immediately. Like immediately. Yes. <laughs> that's that's a very special thing. And a lot of organizations aren't like that. Just want to repeat what Courtney said earlier. Um, are you are you making the right choice? Yes. Yes, they are. 100%. Yes. Uh, um, my first P&M, um, Kristen Plessel uh, took all the other people who were there at their first PNM, uh, and we had a little like, "Oh, it's your first PNM. This is how it's going to work." And the very first thing she said, and I still remember this, is, "You are not here on accident. <laughs> like you are here on purpose. You are meant to be here." And I that that attitude is is very special and very appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, finally, um, the Peach Award is an award for early achievement, which does imply that at some point there will be middle achievement and late achievement, but that the achievement will steep, 
keep going. In essence, that we're go- you're going to still be involved in the project. You're not going to leave the Pogo project next year. That that there'll be a continuing involvement. Um, how do you see yourself involved in the Pogo project in the future? Do you have any Pogo aspirations? And Joanne, I'll go to you. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I want to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? List it, list it off. <laughs> what do I want to do when I grow up? Yep. <laughs> so I I do really want to get to be on the steering committee. That's that's one of the things I definitely want to do. Mm-hmm. I did apply. I didn't get in. I wasn't a big bummer because hey, I know it. I'm still yep. early and I have a lot of things to do. But thanks to the PNM and CAP, I'm also part of the Deeper project. So I'm everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I've met a lot of people. So I've made connections. Um, we got a support grant. We got the new $50,000 award that they were given uh, recently to do research. So I want to keep exploring um, every opportunity that the project gives us to just expand on its mission. Um, try to bring more Hispanic folks, um, translate materials for the project to be more inclusive and ultimately just be able to be there on the steering committee, representing all these small groups and just, I don't know. That's, do yeah, that's like, and that's like the next 20 years right there. <laughs> yeah. Joanne's got and, it all figured out. <laughs> well, let's see. Yeah. But Everything that Marcy throws my way, I'm going to try to do. <laughs> uh, Courtney, uh, your thoughts. I want I want Joanne to do all those things. <laughs> so those are my aspirations. Not yes, I support all of those. All of those. Nothing for me. All for you. All for me. <laughs> uh, no, I am. Um, so I don't teach anymore. And so I actually, uh, I worked part-time for three years at Costco and I am now full-time at Costco. Um, so this is, Pogel for me is a way to still have that connection. Yep. And that's really important to me. So, and I, as a general rule, most of the time, I'm like the utility infielder, like, you know, like, you want me to go do something? Sure, I'll do that. You know, I mean, and I'm even that way at Costco. You know, I do a whole bunch of, I do a bunch of stuff. I don't just have one job. I have, like, five. And um, and I think that's great. So I don't necessarily have anything specific, Um, although I really did enjoy the strategic planning. And so maybe in five years, I'd like to be a little more involved in that because I found that to be very interesting. I just like doing something that's different all the time. So, um. I enjoy the activity writing and actually going to PNM is exhausting for me. And also <laughs> at the same time, like so rejuvenating. Yeah, 100%. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so I come home and sleep for like 24 hours, but then I wake up and I'm like, let's go do this, <laughs> which is ridiculous. So um, I just want to be a member of, of Pogel and, and keep keeping people uh, coming and helping them be better and, just do my thing <laughs> as utility infielder. <laughs> Got a whole dang team of utility infielders, which is a line from Christmas Story, one of my favorite quotes from Christmas Story. Uh, <laughs> right there. Um, 
I love that, Courtney. That's a great, that's a great, <laughs> that's a great way to put it though, because I think in a lot of ways, like I, I felt, I feel sort of similar, like, oh, the project would like me to do this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, like I, I like being thought of, I like being asked and, and I think it's that, yes, I want to sort of, I want to keep being involved. And that's what I hear you saying to, yes, I want to stay being involved mm-hmm. um, with the different projects. Thank you so much, uh, Joanne and Courtney for chatting with us today. The Impact Award is given to individuals or teams of individuals who over the years have made lasting contributions to the project. Alex Grushow had the opportunity to sit down with our 2023 Impact Award winners, Andy Brissett of Berry College, Suzanne Ruder, Virginia Commonwealth University, and Mary Sullivan, Seattle Pacific University. All right, welcome to the Polgo Podcast. Uh, today I'm joined by uh, three folks who have uh, really made an impact on the Pogo Project, hence the award, the Pogo Impact Award. Uh, I'm with uh, Andy Brissett, Suzanne Ruder, and Mary Sullivan, and uh, all three of them have been around the project a while. Uh, I'm not going to say how long, but they've definitely made an impact. Um, so I'm going to actually start in alphabetical order, and we'll start start with you, Andy. Um, how did you get started with uh, the the Pogo project? Um, when I started teaching at Barry, um, I, I found myself just inclined to trying to think about how I got my students actively engaged. Um, and so there was a National Science Foundation multi-dissemination um, project where uh, Emory was hosting this group of folks. Rick Moog was one of them. Um, and they were just sharing these various um, chemical teaching reform strategies. And so yeah, I went I- with... Yeah, I remember that it was it and it wasn't just Rick. It, there were there were several of these groups together, right? There were several together. I think Project Kaleidoscope was there. There was one about using um, news in the science. I can't remember the name of that project, um, but but there were like four or five of these um, that had received national grants, and so they were all sort of sharing um, their strategies to a group of, uh, of folks. And so, colleague and I went. And the moment I heard Rick talking about Pogel, I was like, oh, this is exactly what I've been trying to do. I just didn't know what it was. And right. uh, so and, I reached out and joined the community. Right. But it wasn't even called Pogel then, was it? I, I, it was part of the multi-dissemination project. I think that was that was pre-Pogel. Is that right? I thought it was referred to as Pogel at that okay. point. All but right. there were a couple of different you know, folks. Um. Yeah. So, so you, you started in with the project and what, you, you know, you, you took a, a path, you were part of the original steering committee and then you've been doing other things for the project uh, that people might not know about. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the big things you've been doing for the project since you started? Uh, sure. Uh, so facilitated a lot of workshops across the country um, and uh, then joined the steering committee. I think I was one of the original steering committee members. Um, I'm now on the board of directors for the POGO project, and I'm one of the few practitioners on the board. So I kind of represent that area. Um, and I think one of the key things that um, Suzanne and I did that 
I'm certainly most proud of, and I bet she is too, is creation of the facilitator training workshop. Right. Uh, we came up with a strategy to use Pogel activities to train new facilitators to both be better practitioners and lead workshops. That, that's cool. I, mean, I haven't been to one of these, but a lot of people who have been to them uh, have said really good things about it. So, um, so, so tell me a little bit about, you know, after all this time, you're now getting an award that says, Hey, Andy, you've been doing great things for us. How does, what does that, what does this award mean to you? Um, it first makes me feel really old in the project. <laughs> um, I think I'm, I'm really proud. Um, I'm very passionate. Uh, this, this project and the people I've met through it have really transformed my teaching. And so being able to help others, um, become passionate about their teaching and learning was great. But I think really reflecting that, um, Suzanne and I would joke at most of the national meetings, um, as all the Peach Award winners were named, we're like, oh, they went through our workshop. Ooh, they were, they were a great leader, right? And so I think what I really feel is a great sense of honor and accomplishment at helping to create this next um, generation of Pogo leadership. Cool. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Suzanne. Um, tell me a little bit about, uh, sorry, how you got started in the project. Again, uh, as Andy said, you were part of facilitator training workshops, but you were, you were doing Pogel long before you got involved with that. Yes. Um, so I had run an REU program, <clears throat> undergraduate research, and we would take them every summer. We took them to this local pharmaceutical company and, um, they did mock interviews and then the, they had lunch and panel discussion. And one of the vice presidents said, you know, what we look for in our employees is we look for people that can work together in teams and that can solve problems that maybe they haven't seen before. And then he said, and you know, you don't learn that much in college. And I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> he's right because at yeah. that time I was lecturing and uh, I was like, Hmm. And then, you know, how could I do that better? And then my colleague, like a, a month later, Sally Honeycutt, went to the very first Pogel three-day workshop at Duke, which is her alma mater. Um, and she came back all excited and she said, you've got to look them up. You've got to look Pogel up. And so I looked it up and I'm like, wait, this will, this, this will be great because it helps teach them how to work in teams and to communicate. And, and that's really, I just jumped in in a month. I was doing it in my, my classroom. Um, you know, and I think the project has been very, um, open to letting people modify things based on their different classrooms. Cause I have large, I had 250 students in stadium seating classroom and I can't do it exactly the same way that, that, you know, a, a small classroom can. So they were always very open to letting, you know, me develop that and, and, you know, make it work for my classroom. So that's kind of how I got started a long time ago. <laughs> but now, I mean, you've been doing other things, uh, as Andy mentioned, the, the facilitator training workshop. Um, you teach in a large classroom and you've also been working with a couple of other groups in the project. Tell us a little bit about the other things you've been doing. Yes, I served on the steering committee twice. Um, and that's when Andy and I, um, the first go around, we developed, I think it was the first, we developed the facilitator training workshop, which was mm -hmm. 
was kind of a really big, uh, big ordeal. We <laughs> were just sort of vaguely given a, here, develop this in September, and we ran oh, it in ju- January. So it was you, really. You've, you've never had that experience in the Poco Project before? Has anybody? <laughs> Well, you know, now, now they, then now they say, well, it's going to take a year before we can run this. But, you know, at this time, you know, we, we developed this thing and, uh, but it was, it was, it was fun. And, um, I bet, so I've been, I've done a lot of, uh, workshops across the country and even in Australia. I got to go to Australia once for the project. And, um, I have been also working with the Deber group. So we have an SF grant through Pogol, um, for for deep or so discipline based education research where we're helping people um learn more about how to do you know discipline based research um on a pogol type of project and so that's been running this last year and that's that's going to culminate at at the ncap meeting this summer where they're all going to be there to sh- share the results of their work right right yeah yes. so i'm i'm looking forward to that so you've been pretty pretty busy um what does this award mean to you? The recognition that you somehow made an impact on the Pogel project. Yeah, I was, you know, really surprised when Rick Rick said, "Hey, I'd like to meet with you and Andy." And I'm like, "What? What? what why are we meeting with Andy?" <laughs> and, and then he told us that we had gotten the award, and I was really surprised, you know, and honored, you know, thinking of all the people I've worked with through the years and how hardworking everybody is, and 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 how they do great work, like Rick always says. Um, you know, and it's really an honor to be to be selected for this among all the other people that that could have also gotten the award. Um, and I think Andy said, I'll repeat that every time at PNM when, you know, a Peach Award, a winner, always recognize the facilitator <laughs> training workshop and we're like high five and under the table. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think that I feel like that, you know, that's like a really large, uh, large part of the the reason that we got this award. Is that facilitator training workshop and the impact that all of the people that went through that have, have really have, most of them have really ended up being leaders also in the project. So it's been, it's been really cool to be part of that process. If I remember right, Suzanne, Rick said, I'd love to ask you to create a workshop to help train facilitators. And we said, yes. And he said, that's really great because we're going to run it in three months. So you have three months to get this in order. That that doesn't sound at all familiar to the <laughs> kinds of things that we get told to do in the project. Yes. Um, and then while everybody else was going out and having, you know, dinner and a break, Andy and I were, you know, working <laughs> to try to finish this up. All right. And so last, but thank you. Thank you, Suzanne. Last but not least, I want to uh, introduce Mary Sullivan, who I don't think she actually has taken a break at, at any given time since she started working with the project. Um, because basically, if you live in the northwest part of this country, you have interacted with Mary Sullivan in the Pogel Project in some way. Uh, and she has touched so many people up there. Mary, how did you get started with the uh, with the project? Thank you for asking, Alex. I was working at a little school teaching chemistry and physical science. And my department chair attended, I believe, the first West Coast three-day Pogo workshop, I think, in 2004 in Southern California. And he came back and said, oh, we have to do this. And so we had been doing something kind of similar but really didn't have it all pulled together. So the following year, I went to a conference in Oregon 
uh, workshop in Oregon, and it was very daunting to me as a high school teacher among a bunch of uh, college-level physical chemists. Um, but I, I stayed, and that was really how I started to get involved at that point. Yeah, and and I mean, but since then you have you've taken off. I mean, you've been uh, involved in all kinds of activity, authoring or helping other people author. You have traveled, uh, quite extensively for the project. Um, as I, as I look through the, the write up, um, so uh, tell me about some of the things you've done and what's been your biggest enjoyment in, in what you've been doing over the past few years. Traveling has been fun. Going to Canada, Puerto Rico was fun. Um, Shanghai was fantastic. And then some places in the U.S. that I have never been before. And that was, that was fun just meeting different people. But I think my biggest joy is coming alongside teachers and helping them to gain a vision for what can be done in their classroom, um, especially at the middle school, high school levels. Um, I've also worked with college level, but more more secondary level. And that's just been a real joy, as you mentioned, kind of building a network of people in the Northwest, of which there are now hundreds and hundreds. And I see them in different um, situations and conferences. And that's just been lovely to see them grow and begin to teach quite differently in their classes as well. And learning writing from last year's Hogan Impact Award winner, Laura Trout, um, through writing, helping write the chemistry activities back in 2009, 10, 11, I believe. And that was just lovely to learn there. Probably the biggest thing I learned was check in early with other people and don't spend a lot of time going down the wrong path <laughs> because that just leads to tears and frustration, um, yeah. of which there were many tears and much frustration. Right. So I think that's the biggest thing for me. Right. You've learned a lot of collaborative skills. I mean, a lot of people uh, speak highly of being able to work with Mary is great because she helps nudge you along, gives you a little bit of feedback, and then lets you, you know, keep on going on your own. So uh, we all really appreciate that. Um, so, so what does this award mean to you? I mean, you know, you've accomplished quite a bit. And as you say, you don't feel like you... You were intimidated at first to join in, but um, you've accomplished quite a bit. How does that feel? It feels, I feel grateful and I feel humbled. Uh, like Suzanne, I was surprised to be one of the people chosen because I look around at all the people I've worked with over the last 15 years in the Pogo Project. And there are so, so many deserving, hardworking, productive, encouraging supportive practitioners, um, I, I was surprised to see my name on that list, but um, it's wonderful. And I don't know, I think it's a gift and an encouragement. Yeah, I would, I would agree. And, and actually, you know, having spent time with all three of you, uh, not just today, I think that uh, it is a gift to be able to uh, work with you know, people in the Pogo project, all of whom are really great and all of whom who work really hard. <laughs> really hard. <laughs> really, sometimes yeah. harder than others. 
But um, anyway, uh, I really appreciate the three of you taking some time to talk with me today uh, about uh, the Pogel Impact Award and, um, you know, being able to share a little bit about your stories. Again, uh, for those who haven't heard, um, these awards will be presented to you at this year's Pogel National Meeting. Uh, and uh, again, congratulations to the three of you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Congratulations to all our Peach and Impact Award winners. You can find more information about the awards, this year's and past year's winners, by visiting the Pogel.org website. And that is a wrap for Season 3 of the Pogel Podcast. I would like to sign off by thanking some folks who made this season possible. Let me start with Alex and Siobhan, our interviewers. We promised our guests that we try to make the podcast process as easy and stress-free as possible. I can't think of two people who are easier to talk to than Alex and Siobhan. A big thank you goes out to our executive producer, Kristen Plessel. She is instrumental with planning the topics of our episodes and encouraging our guests to participate. Marcy Dubroff oversees quality control for the podcast. When something can be improved, Marcy can always be counted on to have a great suggestion for making our episodes better. A big thank you to Matt Tarka, our host from our previous seasons, who gave me great advice in getting started as producer of the podcast. And of course, to all of our great guests who made this such a fun and informative season. Finally, to make sure that we comply with the copyright police, the music that we use for the Pogo podcast has been provided by the composer and copyright holder, which is yours truly. So for everyone at the podcast, enjoy a great summer, and we hope that you lend us your ears in the fall for season four of the Pogo podcast. So long, everybody. Mm-hmm.